episode eight episode eight getting close to 10 wow pretty good i know we gotta get we gotta get back the um we gotta get back to the two of us i think yeah i think maybe we should do a a two off coming up next. just the two of us building eating white castle make it if we try just the two of us eating white castle on the high line right isn't that in manhattan yeah yeah (laughs) what the high line sure yeah the high line yeah no yes it is i don't know if there's a white castle there there (laughs) probably not but there should be there should be And welcome to On Site, the On Site Eyes podcast. My name is Greg Bala. I am joined, as always, by my colleague, Jeff Schwamm. Hi. And this week, we have a very special guest with us, uh, optometrist and longtime friend of the On Site Eyes family, Dr. David Lalonic. Dr. Lalonic, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, well, thank you for joining us. Now, you have done some work with us, more than some, maybe extensive work with us uh, in the past at a variety of different events and different setups, different locations. Um, but before we dive into that, I'd love to maybe just hear a little bit about your background, uh, where you're coming from, and how you found your way into the wonderful world of optics and optometry. Well, I'm a graduate from 1986 from SUNY Optometry. Uh, And since then, I have worked in various locations uh, throughout the New York metropolitan area. I I started optometry, um, it kind of goes way, way back. When I was a young boy, I was about seven, eight years old, uh, I told my mother, this is a story that she has relayed to me, that, hey, Tippy has cataracts. And she said to me, what are you talking about? What do you know from cataracts? I said, well, I know our dog, he has cataracts. So my mother was rather concerned and she brought me and him to the vet just to check. And the doctor, the vet looked him over and he said, you know what? You have a future optometrist here. And she goes, what do you mean? He says, well, he has cataracts. And my mother was kind of astonished that I kind of knew that. And I was always interested in the eyes. So I guess once I was in high school, I pursued it further and went on to uh, SUNY eventually, as I said. And uh, it kind of brought me here where I am now. I, I really enjoyed the profession. I find it stimulating. I find it fascinating. I enjoy working with people. Uh, I enjoy treating them. I, uh, I really get a, um, a lot of fulfillment out of preventing blindness and keeping their eyes healthy. So I love the profession. That's wonderful. That's a great story too. I'd never heard that one about Tibby the dog. So you kind of, you kind of spot, you had an eye for this early on. No. Yes. Unintended. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I, I was always, it's, my mother said I was always looking into dog's eyes and the people's eyes. I don't honestly recall it, but my mother told me that I was always very eye-oriented. So I guess yeah. it was kind of the right profession for me. Well, your enthusiasm for the profession um, I, I, is evident in not only the way you speak about it, but the, in my experiences working with you as well. I know that, and, and I believe you, you have a bit of a background as a teacher as well, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yes. When I went to uh, Brooklyn College, I also did some student teaching. And I uh, taught math. I taught science. I taught it in a couple of uh, junior high schools and high schools in Brooklyn. And I enjoyed that very much as well. Uh, But I guess I felt optometry was a bigger draw to me. And that's why I went to that profession. But I still as well do what I can to uh, teach uh, kids about optometry. I've gone into many schools in uh, New York City and here in Long Island, teaching them about the profession and about health and their eyes. Uh, I'm also a scout leader. So that has also given oh. me the opportunity to teach. I'm an Eagle Scout. So I uh, 
uh, impart knowledge to guys, uh, to young men, uh, usually the age of between about 11 to about 15 to 16, depending upon uh, the makeup of the troop at the time. And uh, I enjoy teaching. I enjoy uh, uh, passing on my knowledge to others. And that's certainly evident in the way that you you treat others in the room when when we're at an on-site event. I've seen that myself, just very nurturing and very uh, careful and generous with your time. Yeah. I, I've, always, I've always found it important uh, with my patients to try to, if, if they're willing to absorb it, uh, to give them information. And that way, the, uh, the, the health is not a black box, but something that they could be uh, informed on and can make better decisions when they understand what's going on in their lives and what's happening in their health. Yeah, I, I think what's in, thanks for joining the show, Dr. Lalonic. I think what's important and what, you know, I've, I've heard about and experienced, um, you know, through the patients that you've taken care of when, as long as I've been here uh, for about a year or so, is that, you know, regardless of the age of the patient, regardless of the um, experience of patients, whether they've been to the optometrist a lot, or they've been, this is their first time in a few years, or they're having digital eye strain or whatever, that you take everybody as they are and you understand from the human perspective who they are, what their needs are and how you can help them. Um, and I think that's really, that's something that we really value here when we work with providers um, as a part of our network. Um, you know, so it's, it's great to hear that. I've, I, the story about the dog and, and that is just so fascinating because again, my dad's an optometrist and he got into optometry because my grandfather was an optician and my dad wanted to know how you write prescriptions. And so that's how he ended up getting involved in, um, in eye care, in an optometry. And then, you know, now he, he focuses more on, um, you know, the, the health of the eyes and managed care and all that sort of thing, um, you know, with his, with his practice, but it's always really cool to hear different perspectives of, uh, you know, you know, what people, uh, bring to the table. So how long have you been practicing Dr. Lalonic? I graduated in 86. So I've been practicing since then. So now wow. it's been 35 years, which I cannot believe. It seems like yesterday, but uh, it's, been, it's been a good road. I, I like the profession. Uh, unfortunately, some of my colleagues, I think, have burnt out. Uh, some of them burnt out pretty soon, as far from what I gather. But uh, I've always been drawn, as I said, to this profession. So I, I, uh, it's been a good trip. It's been a good road for me. Now, speaking of you know, being drawn to different work environments and different change, I know you've worked a lot of on-site events with us in the past. Um, at a variety of different locations. And I wonder if you could just speak a little bit about your experience working with us in an event as, as a provider and how that's kind of unique from working in clinic, perhaps. Uh, the on-site uh, events have always been, for me, a lot of fun. Uh, you don't know who you're going to see, what sort of patient population. They tend to be greatly varied, which also makes them more uh, interesting and uh, challenging. Uh, the biggest challenge, I guess, when I think about the locations have been where we're going to end up. Sometimes we're in a nice, big, uh, spacious uh, room, uh, right. such as a, a, a conference room. Sometimes we're almost in a closet. Mm -hmm. uh, but you make, you make do with what you have. Uh, it's, uh, you, you often have assistants that uh, do a lot of the pre-test uh, work with the patients, which makes it a little bit uh, uh it gives me more time to spend with the patients instead of doing all the all the pretests and all the other uh, work. I can just concentrate on health and on doing a really uh, good uh, refraction. Despite the location uh, being again usually in a business environment, we still do a very comprehensive both health and refractive um, examination for, for the patient. Uh, 
So I, I'm very proud of the results that we end up with, and um, I'm happy uh, that we could uh, bring our services to uh, off-site places, on-site places, excuse me, but uh, let's say non-traditional uh, locations. Sure, yeah, and that adaptability is certainly something that we we value um, in ourselves as well. You know, we can set up. You know, ideally, we have a nice, lovely conference room with windows, and it's you know, it's beautiful. We have a nice view, but that doesn't always happen. But we can adapt ourselves to small spaces, larger spaces, indoors. I think even outdoors, we've done some events at times. But um, and having the having the quality of provider who's able to kind of adapt to those circumstances and go with the flow in those situations is really integral. I, I have one uh, a question for you, Doctor Lalonic. You, you've you've uh... You participated in, in quite a few of our events, especially in the, the New York metropolitan area. If, if I was an optometrist or I was um, maybe even a technician or an optician who wanted to get involved, what do you, you know, what are the positives of doing this event? You talked about kind of positive energy, that it's fun. Um, it's the different environment any day. Um, but what would be something that you would, if another colleague was like, Hey, you know, Dr. Lalonic, I'm interested in doing this. What's it all about? I mean, what would you say are the biggest takeaways from your experience that make it so gratifying? I would certainly encourage them to do it. I would tell them that it is uh, a stimulating uh, experience that you see, as I said before, a lot of uh, interesting folks. Uh, when you work, let's say, in an optical, a local optical, many of the patients are very similar to each other. Uh, the population is often similar to each other, particularly if you're in an ethnic neighborhood. Here you get to see so many varied individuals, kind of keeps you sharp and on your toes because you don't know what's going to walk in the door uh, next. So you um, don't know what to expect or who to expect, but you're ready for everything. And you get to uh, meet a lot of nice, often very, very nice people, very interesting people. People are usually very um, happy that you brought your services to them. They're often very grateful and very gracious. Uh, and it gives you that still that opportunity to uh, take care of their health needs that would probably not get done if we did not bring our on-site uh, action to their location. Right. And, and so, like you're saying, varied, varied population, not only in terms of their backgrounds, where they come from, but also the variety of things that you see within their eyes, you know, um, different, you know, cataracts or, or, you know, if someone is having diabetic retinopathy or any, any of those things, it's such a, it's such a wide, you know, microcosm of, you know, the optical, you know, the op optometric patient population where, you know, it's not like you're working in one practice where it's like, everybody is 20 to 40 years old and they are a little bit myopic and they're all myopic and they're all healthy. It's like, Hey, we're, there's, there's a 50 year old who's starting to really feel presbyopic and Hey, there's like a 30 year old who's having significant dry eye issues. So it's, it's a variety in terms of that as well. Right. Oh, very, very much. So, uh, I I've seen at some events, some people in their eighties and nineties and at the same event, people in their twenties, some people have very healthy eyes, muted 20, 30 year olds do. And some of the more mature, uh, patients who I see definitely have some things going on that they need to be more on top of. Um, many of them, again, unfortunately are not going to the doctor regularly. And this is my chance to kind of push them in a, in a healthier direction. So, uh, I, I do enjoy, uh, trying to, uh, get people going in the right direction. Yeah. And if the, if the doctor is there at your workplace, I mean, what better way to kind of increase awareness for people's health? I mean, you don't have any excuse at that point, right? I mean, if, the, if I just don't agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it gets people just more engaged in general. Um, 
I'm wondering if there was any kind of memorable patient or experience or, I don't know, funny anecdote that happened at an event that you can recall. Um, I know we've kind of been on site a number of times. I can think of kind of some blooper moments, but I'm wondering if you have any kind of fun or memorable stories from an event that you can recall. I, I do remember one particular patient who had his, uh, with his contact, uh, he was seeing the same doctor for quite a number of years and he came with acuities about 2015 in one eye, 26 in the other. And he was told, this is the best you can see. That's the best you can, you can expect. And he was probably about 40. And I did find that he had some corneal issues. He had a high astigmatism and he was not wearing contacts that really met all his needs. Uh, we ordered him some contacts and he ended up seeing 2021 eye and 2020 minus in the other. And he was shocked. Uh, he was so happy with us. And he was a little dismayed with his doctor that wow. here he is spending all these years seeing poorly uh, with great potential. It's just that uh, I, I, I don't know if his doctor was up on the latest contacts or if he was just being a little bit um, lazy. I can't exactly say what, but uh, he, I became uh, our patient. Uh, I followed up with him in my local practice just to make sure that things were doing well, because uh, again, with the on-site, we often see someone once and then we may not be back at that site for a while, but he th did come back and I did check and he was doing so much better and he was so much happier. And he said, he's going to be outpatient for life. So uh, it, that, that oh. worked out real well. Yeah. That's just one example of, I think of many of times that we've been able to help people like that. That's a, that's a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I know it's, it's sometimes, people kind of come to us and they don't really kind of realize what shape that their eyes are in. And it's only after they have someone really take a look that they, that they require, that they realize that they require a, a different correction and somebody with, with expertise looking at them. So thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately patients can learn to settle even right. though they have great potential, but because they've been taught, this is all you can expect. That's all they do expect until someone says, no, we can do better than that or a lot better than that sometimes. Right, right. Um, all right. Well, I think I would be remiss actually to just neglect this one fact that many of our listeners probably don't know. That's that the, Dr. Lalonic is actually, funny enough, my parents' optometrist. Um, has been seeing my my mom and I think my dad for years. Yes. I had I had no idea about this. I only learned this after I started working for Onsite. When at home for dinner one time, my dad said, "Oh, I'm going to see Dr. Lalonic tomorrow," and I said. David Lalonic? He says, yeah. I go, I think I know that guy. Um, so the, the world of optometry is small. Um, <laughs> so yes. it's, I think it's, it's just funny that we know each other on, on both of those levels. So, um, And your parents are very nice folks. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I'm sure they'll yes. be very happy to hear that. <laughs> hi, wait, hi, till we do the, uh, wait till yes. we do the blooper reels and we can really talk about them, right, Dr. Lalonic? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, hey, mom. Hey, dad. I'm sure they'll listen to this. Um, well, I th that, thank you, Dr. Lalonic, for joining us today. I to close, I would just maybe like to ask you kind of a little bit off topic, but what's one major event or thing that you're looking forward to doing once we're all back into the real world where the restrictions are lifted and we can go back to some sense of normalcy? What's the one event that you're looking forward to doing Actually, the most? Actually, I have two things that I really like to do. Actually, when right. I think about three I'll, okay. I'll, I'll give you. First of all, most importantly, is my, my eldest daughter is getting married this summer. Oh, nice. Yes. Congratulations. So, thank you. At this point, uh, New York State, just yesterday, they've increased that number to 150 people that are allowed at a, an affair. 
my daughter is a real social butterfly and I know she wants to have much more than 150 people at her wedding, <laughs> but we, we shall see. I think she, uh, she's hoping for at least 250 or more. So depending upon oh. what the governor allows, that's what uh, will happen. So we're really looking forward to her wedding and having it as be as big and as festive as she wants it. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. That's one. Two is I'm looking forward to going back to a ball game. Oh my I, goodness! I'm a huge Met fan. Yes, and I know I this. Really want want to get back to watching my guys live. Uh, I'm not comfortable probably going back at the beginning of the season, but hopefully once things get a little bit more uh, healthy and back to normal, I would really like to go and check out a couple of games this summer. I will uh, see I'm you hoping. there. Yeah, you go. And and lastly, my myself and my kids, my family, we are huge Disney people. We mm. want to get back to Disney. So I, I love a good roller coaster. I love a good ride. I love Disney as a whole. Uh, it's one of the few places I think in life that we go and we spend money and we really don't care. We just want to go <laughs> and have a great time. And it's almost like, yeah, take my money. Uh, I, 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 I love staying on the property. I love uh, being part of the experience, even though my kids are a lot older now. It's just we just have a blast. And I'm hoping that sometime maybe in the summer, in the fall, we can go back to Disney as well. So I kind of expanded on your uh request but i was very happy to say these are things that we're looking forward to i think we we'd all look forward to joining on all those things i mean that sounds <laughs> yeah. that sounds wonderful I'm, I'm my family's a disney family as well um so i can relate i could i could probably draw most of the parks a map of most of the parks from memory that's how many times <laughs> my family's been down there uh, but soon enough right god willing I, yes yeah, I, I've been I've been eating a lot of different types of local apples, but I really can't wait to get back to the Big Apple. Do they still call it that? Yes, uh, sure, <laughs> sure. Of course. You know, does the Big uh, Apple still come up at City Field when they hit a oh, home yes. run? Of course, right? <laughs> yeah, hundred yes. percent. They have a new one. Uh, the 100%. old one is now uh, by the subway entrance. Right. And the, uh, the new one is, uh, I think, uh, working a bit better. The old, old one, I think, sometimes failed. So the new one works better and <laughs> brighter. And right. uh, we, we, we seem to have a good team this year. So hopefully they'll come up a lot more often. Uh, fingers crossed. You know, I, yes. the last time they won was the year I was born. So that's... Uh, 86? That's and also the year that you started practicing. See, we're cosmically <laughs> connected is, here. That was a great, great summer. We really... Uh, I went to a lot of games that summer. Uh, I, I, I real uh, it, it was very, very special a time in my life, to say the least. Well, oh. it wasn't, uh, it wasn't for Red Sox fans. So I'm going to keep quiet over here. <laughs> oh, oh you're a Red Sox fan? Uh, I am. Yeah, I'm, well, I, 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 I went to, uh, uh, some of my schooling was at New Anko, New England College of Optometry. Yep. So I went to a number of Sox games and when I'm not rooting for the Mets, I am rooting for the Sox. Wow. That's, um, wow. we appreciate that. Uh, yes. Full agent. <laughs> I I love Fenway. It's one of the best places to watch a ball game. It is. It's um that and Wrigley are two places where it's like you're there to you're, you're there to you're there to watch baseball. You you get you know you grab the flyer when you come in, and I, I like to like you know keep score and and do all that sort of stuff. It's just like, and I, I've actually traveled to a lot of the baseball stadiums across the country. Um, my dad and his best friend and his best friend's family. Um, all the guys would go on kind of a trip and we've been to, I've been to about 10 different stadiums, but my, my dad and, and some of those folks have been like 15 to 20 different stadiums to see the Red Sox play. Um, and you know, the, a lot of the new stadiums are beautiful. They're nice. You know, the bathrooms are good. You know, there's right. no troughs anymore. There's none of that stuff, but it's also <laughs> yeah. like, it's not a place to like 
watch baseball. It's a place to like be on your phone and like tune out for a while or have some sort of corporate outing. And, you know, Fenway and Wrigley are really the places where you can really dig in and just watch the ball game, in my opinion. I'll agree no, with you. I, I 100% agree. I, I love going, when I go to a new city, I love going to the ballpark to try to catch, even if my Mets aren't there, I still catch the game because it's part of the experience. Awesome. Oh, we can't wait to get back there. And we will soon. Everybody, wear your mask, get your vaccination as soon as you can, please. And uh, we'll be back back to back to life and back to normal as soon as we can. Thank you, Dr. Olanik, for joining us today. Um, always a pleasure to speak with you and to work with you. I can't wait till we get to do it again in person very soon, hopefully. Um, but until then, I've, all of you listening out there, thanks for listening. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about Onsite Eyes, you can always visit our website, www.onsiteeyes.com. And from all of us here at Onsite, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Be well, everyone. Stay healthy. Stay healthy.